are a firefighter, a police officer, an EMS professional. You put your life on the line every day for others. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants, and you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies, so let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. Do more. Be more. Be ignited. Hey everyone, Ryan Rodriguez here. I am the founder and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. I'm going to start on a little bit of a somber note today um, and stating some facts and some, some findings that I've discovered. Currently, there's a downtrend in the sense of brotherhood within the fire service. And this is evident in the sad increase in first responder suicides as well as the decline in organizational health and morale. I think the suicides speak for themselves. They're rising exponentially. Uh, like I said in a previous episode, 2017 marked the first year that first responder suicides uh, surpassed line-of-duty deaths, and that is unacceptable. This podcast episode is one of my efforts to help establish a true community of brotherhood among the ranks. So thank you guys for listening and supporting the show. I hope you find some solace in knowing that you are not alone and that there are others out there who are looking to build up their brothers instead of isolating them and tearing them down. Now, let's dive into today's topic, but first, a bit of premise. I recently had a sit-down discussion with my captain about my annual performance review. We call it a, quote, professional growth and development plan. Uh, during our discussion, we talked about some issues that we identified as very real challenges that our organization faces, not to mention the fire service in general. Um, it was my specific review, but these were some things that we had talked about. And while sitting there having this discussion, I couldn't help but think of a book I had read several years ago called The Four Agreements. In it, the author talks about four ideals that you take upon yourself in order to live a life of peace and prosperity. I'm not talking financially, uh, necessarily. I'm talking emotionally and spiritually. And this is specifically in regards to your personal well-being and the well-being of the relationships you form with the people around you. I've observed a big rift in the fire service in regards to communication. I'm not talking about radio or fire ground communication uh, per se. I'm specifically talking about communication between individuals. There's a lot of convoluted assumptions being made which influence people's behavior toward one another. And the disconnect and negative feelings that are being allowed to thrive are contributing to the toxic environments and low morale that we're finding ourselves subject to. Don't you want a true brotherhood? Don't you want to be able to be real with people and not have to worry about negative judgment, ridicule? We should be able to have these discussions. We should be able to have these types of discussions with each other where we can disagree, but still come away brothers, brothers and sisters. So today, I'm going to talk about a mindset that will help foster that kind of environment. The elements of this mindset are what Dan, I'm sorry, what Don Miguel Ruiz, the author, refers to as the Four Agreements. In this episode, we'll talk about what the Four Agreements are, the elements that make up each agreement, and what we can do to better incorporate them into our lives. What are the Four Agreements? Well, before we start talking about uh, what makes up each one of them, 
I'd like to just list all four of them in order for you right now. So number one, be impeccable with your word. Number two, don't take anything personal. Number three, don't make assumptions. And number four, always do your best. All right, now it's time to break these down one at a time. So the first one I mentioned was be impeccable with your word. That means speak with clarity. Do what you say you're going to do. And if you're not going to do that thing, guess what? Don't say that you'll do it. Trust will certainly deplete when an environment lacking integrity is allowed to exist. Nobody's going to trust you if you keep telling them that you're going to do these things and then you just sit on your butt. It's not going to happen. That's going to decimate any trust that anybody has in you. Um, Another supportive uh, element to this agreement is say only what you mean. Now, I grew up with the mindset of say what you mean and mean what you say. Too often are we met with false pretense of how our relationships truly are because someone doesn't want to offend or have negative thoughts thought about them. I feel like there's just no time to waste paying people lip service. Be real or be gone. Uh, Another element to support this agreement is avoid speaking against yourself or others. So basically, avoid gossip. Gossip is so destructive, and at the same time, it is so widely accepted in the fire service. It is so widely accepted in our relationships. It's ridiculous. Why? Why do we continue to perpetuate this crap? Gossip pushes people apart instead of pulling together. So what is gossip? It's the practice of discussing anything negative with someone who can't help solve the problem. If you have a problem, send it up the chain. Dave Ramsey hates gossip so much that if you're caught gossiping, he'll fire you. You get one shot. He says you get one, one warning, and then you're gone. He does not tolerate it in the least. And if you think I'm kidding, go on YouTube and look up Dave Ramsey gossip, and you'll hear how much he hates it. Eleanor Roosevelt once said, Great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, and small minds discuss people. The last element that supports the first agreement, be impeccable with your word, is use your words in efforts to spread truth and love. I'm getting all touchy-feely here, getting emotional, uh, talking about emotions, guys. But as firefighters and first responders, our job is to literally identify problems and fix them. A lot of times we have to put our emotions to the side, um, and that serves us well in those, in those moments. Um, but we sometimes have a tendency to bring that closed-off attitude home with us. Uh, it's in our nature to focus on the negative in any situation because we're problem solvers. And like I said, this is, this is fine for the tasks that we perform out in the field. It serves us well. However, we need to understand that we should take that approach on the operational level and not the interpersonal level. We don't need to be constantly trying to fix each other or talking about why so-and-so is a dirtbag. What we should be doing is helping to support each other in our individual struggles and help build each other up. Agreement number two, don't take anything personal. First element we can utilize to support this ideal is that realizing nothing others do 
is because of you. People are selfish by nature. To think that someone else's actions are based on your feelings is a selfish thought in and of itself. It's arrogance. It's ego. Remember that you can only control your actions, not the actions of others. And with a focus on serving others, the idea of people's actions being all about you dissipates. Another element that we can use to support that ideal is to understand that what others say and do is a projection of their reality, their own perception. This is one thing I've observed many times over my lifetime. People assume the actions of others based on how they themselves would respond, mainly because they're so caught up in their own perspectives. For example, if someone's reaction to a situation is to be violent and you react toward them in a loving and soft manner, you immediately catch those people off guard and diffuse the situation because they're expecting you to react how they would react. And when you don't do that, you catch them off guard. I've seen this a lot with agitated or combative patients. They're typically fighting with you out of fear of the situation, and they expect you to work against them. They expect you to, well, they're constantly on the defense, and so they're in that, that fear, that kind of fight-or-flight mindset. And in my experience, the more I meet these people with an attitude of advocacy and understanding, the better the situation becomes for everyone. The same practice can be applied to your relationships around the firehouse or whatever workplace you're in. And it can even be applied to your relationships at home. Another element that supports this ideal is that when you are immune to the idea that others do things to either help you or hurt you, you remove needless suffering. Everyone's fighting their own battle. Most times, people's actions aren't about you at all. But they're about them and something that they're personally going through. If you come to this understanding, you'll remove the presumption of being the target or the victim. And this basically gives you immunity to adopting the stress put on you by others. Agreement number three, don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and express what you really want. The first step to clarity is asking questions. It isn't a sign of strength to not ask questions out of some fear of looking uninformed. It's that information that you receive that gives you the strength in your ability to communicate which inherently builds strong relationships. Once you hear the answer, you won't have to make assumptions because you'll know the truth. You'll understand what that person's trying to communicate to you. You'll gain clarity in the process of whatever it is they're trying to explain. Asking questions literally eliminates any need to make assumptions. Another element to support this ideal is communicate as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstanding, sadness, or drama. It doesn't matter what you think you're communicating. What matters is how your communication is received and interpreted. One way to confirm your message is to ask the person you're talking to for validation by asking them things like, does what I'm saying make sense? Or how do you feel about that? Or am I being clear? Some of these questions may come off a little hostile if you're asking them in the wrong way, like, am I being clear? <laughs> but you have to do what you can to, to be gentle in your, in your inquisitions. Because ultimately you're just looking for feedback. And inviting that feedback and dialogue uh, helps ensure clear communication. With just this one agreement, with, with the ideal of not making assumptions, 
the author states that you can completely transform your life. He says that when we believe something, we assume that it's correct, sometimes regardless of the truth. We sometimes assume that we're right to the point of destroying a relationship just to defend our belief. And the removal of assumption helps us to focus on the harmony of a relationship, not who's right or wrong. Something I keep in mind here, though, is that I prefer honesty over harmony. False harmony is what happens when people are afraid of conflict. Not contention, conflict. Conflict is where progress can happen, because that's where issues get discussed. Ultimately, that honesty will result in harmony, because you'll know where people stand, and they will know where you stand. And finally, the last agreement. Always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It'll be different depending on whether or not you're feeling good, whether or not you're healthy or as opposed to sick. We're human, and we're going to be susceptible to our environment to some extent. The only thing we can do is make active efforts to do our best in all we do, from mopping the floor to starting IVs to anything we might be tasked with. Under any circumstances, simply do your best, and you'll, you'll avoid the self-abuse, the regret that may come along with those thoughts of, oh, you know what, I wasn't really satisfied with the job I did. I wasn't really satisfied with that last call. If when performing a task or working on a project, you make true efforts to do your best, even if you aren't, even if you aren't what you'd, def- you'd define as successful, per se, you can still come away knowing that you've performed to the best of your ability. Now, does that mean you can't improve your ability and become better in that thing? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. There's always room for improvement. The second you have the attitude that you're the best at anything, that's when hubris will hit you, and hubris hits hard. Don't be a victim of your own ego, and understand that there is always room for improvement. All right, guys, that kind of went by a little bit quick, but these episodes are typically 20 to 30 minutes because I like to keep things about quality and not quantity. I want you to be able to focus on a very specific thing, and I don't want to fill your ears with a bunch of babble from me. I want the discussion topics to be practical tools and discussion points that we can use to better ourselves and our environments. So let's review what we've talked about today. We talked about a set of interpersonal ideals called the Four Agreements. Quick review. The Four Agreements are be impeccable with your word, don't take anything personal, Don't make assumptions and always do your best. Through conscious effort, we can keep these concepts at the forefront of our minds and make efforts towards fostering positive working relationships, not just at work, but with anyone. Make it a point this week to keep the four agreements at the forefront of your mind and make observations as to how, by living these principles, your situation and or relationships might have changed for the better. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic, so please post them in the Ignited Facebook group. That is a closed group, so you would have you have to be invited or you have to get approval to join it, but please do so. Um, or you can post comments in the announcement thread after I've posted, uh, after I've published this episode.
thank you guys for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. Please subscribe through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. And if you want to learn more about Ignited, visit the website at ignitedff.com, where you can read a little bit more about me, find all of the articles that I've written thus far, and get links to all my social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Also, if you love to read like I do and discuss ideas, join the Ignited Readers Book Club on Facebook. Simply do a search for the Ignited Readers Book Club on Facebook, answer a few questions, and you're in. I look forward to discussing ideas like the four agreements with you within the group. And until next time, be hard to kill out there. <laughs>